Hello, this is Betsy Diamant-Cohen, and I'm the Children's Programming Specialist at the Enoch Pratt Free Library. Today, I'm speaking with Andrea Pyatt-Johnson, the Greater Baltimore Reach Out and Read Coalition Leader from the Baltimore City Health Department. Our topic is creating a reading space for your child at home. Andrea, I've heard that in order for my child to want to read, I need to create a reading space in my home. What exactly does that mean? A reading space is a comfortable place where the child is encouraged to read. A literacy-rich environment is one where there are age-appropriate books and they're located in a designated space where the child can access or store his or her books. It also includes an area where the child feels comfortable and free to explore different books in a quiet space in the home. That space should be free from outside distractions such as television, maybe other toys, Why does it matter if my child has a comfy chair to sit in when we're reading together? Well, you know, reading is a great way for parents and children to spend quality time together. Reading with your child in a comfortable environment, which includes comfortable furniture such as a comfy chair, creates an enjoyable experience for both you and your child. This positive experience increases the chance that the activity will be repeated again. Okay. How does a bedtime routine that involves reading a story aloud every night before bedtime help my child to become a good reader? Well, you know, bedtime routine is really a great way to promote reading in the home. Not only does it help the parent maintain a consistent time during the day to spend with their child, but the routine builds a sense of security and comfort for the child around a positive activity, which includes books. You know, a lot of parents have busy schedules, and they often relate that finding time to read to their child on a consistent basis can be difficult. Having this regular time to read to your child takes the anxiety out of finding the time to read to your child. Bedtime stories are structured, soothing activities for not only the child, but also for the parent. Hmm. Okay. Thank you. Do you have any particular books to recommend for bedtime reading? I do, I do. Goodnight Moon. Goodnight Moon is a classic bedtime story for all ages. You know, it's also a book that many parents also remember reading as a child. So a lot of parents say that they get that nostalgic feeling as they're reading it to their child. However, allowing your child to choose their bedtime story also gives them a sense of ownership over their routine. And this also causes them to be more interested in the overall learning process. Hmm. You know, we... Um, we just got a new book here at the Pratt Library, and it's called Goodnight Goon, and it's for older children who've read Goodnight Moon many, many times, but they, uh, it's a takeoff on the story, and so it's pretty funny. You might enjoy getting that for your son. Should I have a special place for my child to put her books, or can we just leave them out on the table? Having a bin or storage unit for your child's books is important in teaching them to respect books and the valuable information they contain. Why is it important for my child to see me reading? Do I need to read books, or is it okay for me to read newspapers instead? You know, if your child sees you reading books, magazines, newspapers around the house, even cooking from a recipe, or reading directions on the back of a box, you're showing your child that reading is both important and fun. It is important for parents to model the behaviors they wish to see from their children. Reading books, magazines, or the newspaper around your child is important for instilling their love of reading. 
Why is it important for a parent to act enthusiastic about reading to their child, even if they're not feeling particularly enthusiastic? Well, children pick up on their parents' behaviors. You know, if you are um, excited and you are enthusiastic about reading a book to your child, they'll also feel excited and enthusiastic about listening to that story and also about reading the story themselves. So, you know, reading is not should not be a chore. Reading is not a punishment. It is an enjoyable experience. And as a parent, you want to make that an an enjoyable experience so that your child will equate reading with fun, with happy, with excited, with enthusiasm. And they'll want to continue to read. So you're basically saying that a comfortable reading space requires three things. It requires an actual physical space that's designated as a reading space. Mm -hmm. It requires materials to read. Mm -hmm. And it requires an adult who's willing to spend time with the child with a positive attitude about reading. You got it. You got it. And, you know, once again, you know, children of different ages do respond differently to different types of books. Children who, younger children, uh, tend to like books that are, are board books, chunkier, that their little hands can hold um, with, with pictures of faces. Children from the age of zero to six months have a tendency to be, um, to, to like books with, that have actual pictures of people. Um, they like faces. Um, that they see every day, particularly faces that look sort of like mom and dad and grandma. Um, children who are a little bit older, uh, like books in which they can be a little bit more interactive, where there might be, um, you know, fuzzy material or shiny foil paper. Um, but really, r- any type of reading material, as long as you, you have that comfortable space with both you and your child, um, you have material that is written, um, and you have the enthusiasm and excitement, you have that's the equation for really a, the, building the foundation of a great reader. You know, I have a two-year-old, and when he was younger, sometimes I would even read the newspaper to him. Actually, I still sometimes read the newspaper to him um, when I am um, sitting at the, sun, at the table on Sundays. You know, even if he doesn't want to read one of his own books, I'll read some of the material that mommy's reading, and he, he thinks that that's really great. So Because you're le- reading out loud? Because a- I'm reading out loud, because it's, it's, it's a little different. It's not a traditional book. I'm reading to him about something that may be going on. It's always a, it's a fun article, a happy article. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's always, you know, it's something that's just a little different. But he sees that sometimes these are, these are the materials that mommy likes to read quietly to herself. So... He enjoys it when mommy reads, shares those materials with him as well. So not only does he share his reading experience with me, I'm sharing my reading experience with him. Sounds lovely. (laughs) I know that here at the Enoch Pratt Free Library, we have lots and lots of materials. We have a gigantic children's room with a fish pond, and we have cardboard books. We have easy readers. We have picture books, chapter books, novels. Uh, And I was wondering, and of course, here at the library, all you need is a library card in order to borrow them, and a library card is free. Can you tell me a little bit about Reach Out and Read? 
Reach Out and Read does have a local coalition. It's the Greater Baltimore Reach Out and Read, and um, we're located uh, within the Baltimore City Health Department. Uh, the website is www.reachoutandread.org. And if you'd like more information about the program, you can call 410-396-9995 or email me at andrea.pyattjohnson, P-Y-A-T-T hyphen Johnson at baltimorecity.gov. How would someone know if their doctor or pediatrician is part of Reach Out and Read? Well, hopefully when they go into their their pediatrician's office, they will see a Reach Out and Read banner somewhere. (laughs) That's one way. But if you're not 100% sure, you can ask your your pediatrician. And if your pediatrician is not currently a Reach Out and Read provider, then you can always ask your your pediatrician about becoming a provider. And you can give them the information about Reach Out and Read. You can direct them to the website, and there they can actually apply directly on the website to become a Reach Out and Read site. Great. Andrea, thank you so much. I really appreciate your coming down to the library and doing this interview for us. Thank you for having me, Betsy. The pleasure was all mine.